Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! Sports Governor from the great state of Minnesota. We'll get into that in a minute. I want to thank you all for tuning in again. Again, this is Sports Done Right, your favorite sports podcast out of the great state of Minnesota. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of this state. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And you can also check us out, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, on Instagram and Facebook. Just search it, uh, those three words, and you will definitely find us and check us out there. Man, a lot to get into locally here. As the title of the show says, we are going to talk about the sorry state of Minnesota basketball. Big tilt going on right now in the Big Ten. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, what else we got? We got Vikings news. Kyle Rudolph, no more. The Arguably the greatest tight end in Minnesota Vikings history has been released today. Going to talk a little bit about that because as you hear on this show and you hear me say it all the time, when they get him the ball, good things happen. But he will be catching passes elsewhere next year, not with the Minnesota Vikings. Little NBA news and a little interesting tidbit here with the Utah Jazz and just how well they're playing. Um, we're also going to be talking about the Ball Brothers of all things, Lonzo, Lamelo. Not bad, not bad, not bad, <laughs> as we like to say. Um, so uh, let's just get into it. I'm glad to be back with you here. I was in Arizona about a week and a half ago for a few days, so I got back, you know, had to kind of jump back into the work thing and all that stuff, so Tuesday, uh, past couple Tuesdays just were not good, but we are back tonight to talk sports with you as well. Um, Let's just get into it here. I'll talk a little NBA later. Want to say what up to Melvin in the chat room there. What's up, Melvin? Big Mike has peeped in on Twitter. Can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on the firing of uh, Flip's kid. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that with the Timberwolves. I also want to say what up to Debbie, who is listening in Stillwater, Minnesota. Uh, who else do we got here? We got Melissa listening to us in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you, Melissa, for checking us out. We have Ty, who is listening to us from Hudson, Wisconsin. Thank you, Ty. Appreciate you, sir. Western Wisconsin in the house. We have, who else? We got a couple more people here. We got Renee, who is listening to us from Nashville, Tennessee. Nice. SEC country. Thank you, Renee. And we got, who else we got here? We got Pat listening to us from Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Appreciate you. All right, so. 
Ryan Saunders, Minnesota Timberwolves gone. The Timberwolves are just in a literally, you know, they they won this title, I guess, yesterday. Social media has been going around. Arguably the worst sports franchise out there right now in all of sports. And you cannot build any type of momentum. You cannot lure anybody here when you suck like this. Ricky Rubio came out. Again, this is sports done right. Ricky Rubio came out. He was interviewed um, all over social media. But our man uh, Doogie Wilson there, Channel 5 Sports, ABC affiliate locally here in the Twin Cities. And listen, you know the sports governor has not been a fan of Ricky Rubio. But Ricky, to his credit, was just very truthful in where this organization is. And I mean, you they're just they're in the depths of, of just I, I you can't even explain where the Minnesota Timberwolves are right now. Horrible. Just straight up garbage. And you got talent, you got number one picks on the team. How, you know, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, honestly, he can't be too interested in sticking around for this nonsense. It's a culture of losing. And as much as it pains me to say that, I mean, you got to really be honest with yourself. And if you're going to call yourself any type of host of a sports podcast that talks basketball in Minnesota about the Timberwolves, you got to be honest. This is going nowhere once again. Seven wins so far. They're like seven and twenty-nine or whatever. Worst, worst, you know, record out there. And I mean, we can keep repeating the same things. I mean, they got a new coach now, uh, Chris Finch, who came down from Toronto. And and obviously he's gonna need time to to figure it out. But his his decisions in the four or five games he's been here, especially. Um, you know, in the second half of these games have been questionable. I've saw that that's been brought up locally here. And, you know, I mean, once again, it's just, is this going to be another miss of a coach? Because this is on uh, Gerson Ross, Rosas now. This is his dude. And in a league where you're talking about trying to get African-American coaches in here, and the Timberwolves had one on their bench, and uh, he was bypassed. Um, again, just this whole deal of we're going to fire Ryan Saunders, but yet the replacement's already been picked. And I get it, you know, Rosas wants to bring his own dude in as the new GM and all that. I just, there's nothing in in hiring of, of, of Mr. Finch that really, you know, got me all hot and bothered or whatever, because it's just, okay, who's this guy? I know what we hear. And all this stuff. And obviously, you know, Toronto won a championship and all this, but it's not not off to a promising start, people. And I know Glendon may not necessarily want to, but I again, we're back to he's going to have to sell the team, I think. They're going to have to just get some, some different people in here, some different owners. Um. I just I, I don't know man I mean it's like you just you're beating your head on the wall at this point with with the Minnesota Timberwolves basketball you know they bring back Rubio he's been a bust even though I do appreciate you know what he said in his interview the other day you know cat playing better at times but I mean it's it's not working it's just not working You know, I wish they would have did an interim coach thing because I, I said this after Thibodeau. They had to get the hiring. They had to get the hiring of their next head coach right. But they brought in Ryan Saunders for, for obvious reasons. The last name, who his dad is, all this stuff. And it, it was just bad. It was not a good choice, obviously. I know Glenn Taylor, the owner of the team, loves Ryan Saunders, and, and deservedly so. A lot of people do. A lot of players, you know, wanted him to be the coach. But, you know, obviously he's overwhelmed. Now he's gone. And, you know, nothing seems to be changing. I, I get it four games in. But when you have won seven games, 
You, you need results now. And quite honestly, there's too much damn talent on that team for seven games. I mean, this is just horseshit. And, you know, the problem is now you're in a, this type of culture, you're not going to be able to attract people here. The type of people anyway that need to be here to truly help you turn this thing around. And you're going to, and we already are, we're just kind of in this no man's land of, of basketball franchises. You know, you'll get some named players only because you're going to be in the lottery more than not. And, you know, outside of a, a quick run with Tom Thibodeau, and I mean, not that I was a Tom Thibodeau fan, but I mean, maybe, maybe I was wrong. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, he got Jimmy Butler up here. That was the only pay playoff run recently. And Jimmy Butler called it and worked his way out of here. And we saw what he did, you know, last year, especially in the finals. So, man, I just don't know people. Uh, you know, I mean, we can sit here, we, tell, we can talk about it every week. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes with this franchise. Lost, 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 though. Get a win or two, but it, it's just a string of losses. And I don't know how Carl Anthony Towns is going to stick around here, especially now if the rumors that are picking up with the New York Knicks and Tom Thibodeau. There's the name again. All of a sudden now, this mofo may have a little interest in Carl Anthony Towns and getting him out to the Big Apple. You know, Carl's from the East Coast. Obviously, with just the horrible ravages of COVID-19 on his family and obviously taking the life of his mother um, and, and six other relatives. I can see him maybe wanting to be a little closer to home, being a little closer to his dad and heading that way. And quite honestly, it's an upgrade because the New York Knicks are in the fourth playoff position right now. The New York Knicks would be hosting a playoff series right now, people. If you can believe that nonsense, but it was, maybe I shouldn't call it nonsense. So props to the New York Knicks. They got up off the mat, came out fighting. And wouldn't it be funny you see Carl Anthony Towns leave the Minnesota Timberwolves and become this great big star in New York? Or with whatever team he may be with. But I don't know. I I do not see Carl Anthony Towns sticking around for this nonsense. And who can blame him? Not me. You know, it's just it's just really sad to see that an organization run like this and just no love. No love. Nothing. I just, I don't know what to say anymore. Ain't a whole lot you can say anymore, right? Couldn't tell you, bro. Couldn't tell you. So the Timberwolves, that's where they're at. I mean, it's just, it's like uh, you're trying to run in quicksand. You just, you ain't going nowhere, man. And you sinking and you're sinking and it's just not working. I think it's just going to take a total uh, total revamp. I think it's time for Taylor to, to cash out. He's going to make a hefty profit on his investment. I thank him for all he has done and, and working to keep this franchise here for for NBA fans. And there are, but there are many in Minnesota. And I'm going to tell you, them not being able to have fans at Target Center might be the best thing this year because who's showing up for this outside of hardcore season ticket holders? And that might be four or 5,000 a night in an arena that holds just under 20. I don't know either, people. I don't know either. I wish I, I'd listen. You know, it's real easy to sit up here and to say these things and to make fun and throw some jokes out. Nobody wants the T-Wolves to suck. And I hope and pray they can find a way to get some wins 
But I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And unless they can find a way to to find that new young hip coach that can start attracting somebody here and find the general manager that really knows what they're doing. And Rosas, I mean, you know, it's all on him now. So we're we're gonna find out. You know, I don't I don't want to cut him off too early, but we are going to see people. We are going to see. I mean, you got a uh, Kogi out there. Uh, you know, D'Angelo. I mean, you know, got guys suspend. I mean, it's it's just it's a cluster. It's a cluster. And then you take a very short drive from downtown Minneapolis, crossing the bridge over the Mississippi River onto the campus of the University of Minnesota, and it's all but done for Rick Patino as well. As the Gophers keep losing, keep losing bad to bad teams. Late, the, the, the latest is the, the loss a few days ago down in Nebraska to a god-awful basketball team down there. And that's coming off the bed, that horrible loss to Northwestern. And Northwestern was on a, like a 13-game losing streak, losing to them at home. Again, Gophers got too much talent to be losing to these types of teams. And it's all but said, it's all done, really. Um, I, it looks like they're going to let them finish out the year, which you may as well do. I mean, it, it doesn't anybody no good to fire Rick Pitino right now and, you know, name interims and this and that. Season's almost over. It does not look like they're going to be getting to the NCAA tournament. Uh, they, I don't know. They may backdoor in, depending because again the uh, NIT tournament's going to have a limited field. But the Gophers going to be looking for a new head coach, and I've talked to some people on, you know, via Twitter, you know, in, in the Gopher sports scene, you know, uh, Nadine Babu over at Gopher Hole in particular, and and we kind of had a little back and forth because. I don't think the this job is quite what a lot of Gopher fans think the head coaching job in Minnesota is. Now I get it, new facilities, the Athletic Village, beautiful. I, I was given a tour of these facilities. They're up there with with the best in the country. Um, you know, good location. Hey, I can give you the pitch. You know, good location, all this stuff, blah blah blah. But. I mean, just realistically, I just don't think people look at the Minnesota Gopher job quite like they used to back in the day when you could get the Tubby Smiths and Clem Haskins and, and you know, hey, even Dan Monson, when he came from Gonzaga and he was doing good things there. So, I mean, that's kind of what we forget about him. You know, we like to rake him over the coals here as well. But, you know, Rick Patino just, it hasn't worked. And... I mean, there's just no two ways about it. And I I just, I don't know what you do there as well. Again, finding that next great college coach. Um, Let's see here. Rick Pitino in conference is 54 and 93. That's a three, that's a 36% or yeah, 36% win winning percentage in the big 10. Um, overall, he is 140 and 19 and 119, excuse me, 140 wins, 119 losses. Overall is go for coach, but that conference record is what's holding them back. Um, the best day I've ever done is fourth in the big 10. That was 2016, 17. They went 24 and 10 overall, 11 and seven in conference, but, and again, there's just, nothing there over on campus where it's just kind of this whole hum nothing's really changing here as well it's it's kind of a it's you know they're not as bad as their pro counterparts but you know you're paying this guy over two million a year and i have you know after listening to a lot of local podcasts um regarding patino and, and you know what what is the issue what is the problem um some people have talked about 
I'll, I'll guess the term may be lazy recruiting. Um, not really going after some of these guys that have passed on Minnesota for schools. Not not even the blue bloods are going to happen, right? So, you know, Jalen Suggs, you know, I mean, he's he's got offers from Gonzaga where he obviously went, Duke, you know, he every college in the country. So the blue bloods, are, you know, you can see them leaving. Other things we got to realize is sometimes kids just want to get away from home as well. And especially in the winters of Minnesota. And, you know, to play either at a blue blood school or maybe they just want to get into a little warmer location, whatever the case may be, I, that's something you got you to gotta be prepared for as well. But um, kind of lazy recruiting is what you're hearing. Uh, that, that lack of not just being able to land that second tier Minnesota athlete as well you know minnesota's had a lot of guys you know wind up at schools like colorado state where they're doing big things and marquette and you know a, a lot of kids go over to wisconsin uh, wisconsin obviously has a has a resume but man it is just it's real hard to watch these gophers as well and you know i don't know who the athletic director mark Coyle has in mind Obviously, he's he's going to be he's been putting feelers out because he knows he has to replace this coach. But I I just don't know. I I have no names for you. Um, I heard on K Fan, the local sports station here the other day, I heard Sam Mitchell. His name come up on the, the Dan Barrero show. Sam Mitchell, obviously, with his Timberwolves ties, his NBA coach of the year ties and. You know, people feel that he has a way where he could actually relate to these kids. And, and, and that may uh, be a name that you may want to pursue because apparently he would definitely have a lot of interest in the job. Maybe if you can get him with Ryan Saunders is what people are saying and bring Ryan back on the college scene as a, some type of assistant coach and, you know, recruiter that way. Yeah, maybe that can be the start of something, but, you know, you're going to be hearing lots of names, and we'll just see what happens. But it is just really horrible that this state that is putting out such high school talent, by the way, some of the top in the nation, and you wouldn't think about it, but the two best college players... Um. You know, hail from Minnesota. So, you know, it's just, it's so disappointing. It's just so disappointing. But hey, we give you talent. We give you Jalen Suggs on the men's side. You got Paige Beckers on the women's side doing arguably, like I said, the two best players in college basketball. Boy, it would have been nice to keep one of them home. Both of them. So... The sorry state of Minnesota basketball continues. We've talked about it for 23 minutes, going on 24 minutes now. Whew. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like I said on the pro side, Glenn, you just got to sell the team, take your money, and, and let somebody else give it a shot. And I wish my alma mater, the University of Minnesota, all the luck and the next basketball coach that they're going to need to hire. And I don't know, maybe Mark Coyle, the athletic director's got a trick up his sleeve because he will need it. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to talk a little NBA. We're going to talk, a, yeah, it's kind of a basketball show tonight, I guess it's safe to say here on Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. And we will be right back. Hey guys, this is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota, and I'm here to tell you guys about Pick and Shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code NORSTAR. Get 20% off right now. 
when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on your staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Shaking ace to diddy ass and parada be something you cats got to see and the watches be all types of shapes and stones being broke as childish and I'm quite grown. Run up in the club with the ice on, me and Python. Scope the spot out, see something nice and I'm gone. 
cats is home, screaming the fights on. I'm in the 1500 seats, watching tights on. Same night, same fight, but one of us cats ain't playing right. I let you tell it. People place yourselves in the shoes of two felons and tell me you won't fall every chance you get at any chance you hit. We live for the moment. Makes sense, don't it? Now make dollars. Cats pop bottles, bone chicks that favor our dollars and rack up frequent flyer mileage. Gotta let it show. While jigging back something, watch platinum, got jet lag from flights back and forth, pop corks of the best grapes, make the best CDs and the best tapes. Don't forget the vinyl, take girls, break spinals, Biggie B, Richie like Lionel. Shit, you seen the Jesus, dip the H classes, ice project off lights, chick flashes, blind and broke asses, even got rocks in the beard and mustaches, rock top fashions. Ain't shit changed, except the number after the dot on the range. Way niggas look at me now, kinda strange. I hate y'all too. Rather be in Caribbean Santa Rachel It's unreal Out the blue Frank White got sex appeal Bitches used to go ill Still toast still Trying to see five mil Off the single For real You ain't phasing The amazing While your gun's raising Mine is blazing See you on See me on Talking to sweetness Take it for weakness And leave quick Rocka Rocka Fella Bad boy Collabo Two MCs with mad dogs I love Stay full, uh, nigga skip the ball, cause we mad at doors. Snatch the P89s that we pack in the drawers, and we clap the doors of your accurate Snap like cameras on amateurs. Make you all dance, hold a hammer to yours. Jigging big rock ice, no cracks and floors. Everybody got a part to play, back to yours. Run up in your crib now, crack your doors. Watch the real players live, it's a habit to floors. Play the charts like the Beatles, y'all dapped the loss. And toast Chris Style on behalf of y'all. Too bad for y'all. Ain't too many what? as bad as yours. What? Truly do we. Uh. We laugh at y'all. Little, little bastard, y'all. Uh. Uh. We hit makers with acres. Roll shakers in Vegas. You can't break us. Lost chips on Lakers. Gassed off shack. Country house, tennis courts, and horseback. Ride and decide and crack crab or lobster. Who say monsters don't prosper? Niggas is actors. Niggas deserve Oscars. Me, I'm critically acclaimed. Slug past your brain. Reminisce on dames who Gucci used to stink when we rock house pieces and puffy Gucci links. Now we buy homes in unfamiliar places. Tito smile every time we see our faces. Cases catch more than outfield doors. Half these rapping cats ain't seen war. Couldn't score if they had point game. They lame. Speak my name, I make them dash like dame. Votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Coming to you live and direct from the... The Gov's palatial executive mansion deep in the situation room. And I forgot the show has a new intro, which I totally forgot in my mad rush to get up and running live here. So um, because people are like, dude, half the people on your intro don't even play in Minnesota anymore. So I want to say what up to Maddie GG in the place to be for putting together a new intro. So before we get into the NBA and my take on the Ball Brothers and a little Utah Jazz action, I'll give you what should have played at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. 
Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards. Oh, man. Rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double figure scoring. And once you pitch a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twins take the lead 2 1. Nelson Cruz golfing a 1 2 pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! right to Dalvin, turns it up, to the end zone, touchdown! So thank you, Mr. Matty G, for that wonderful and new intro there. Thank you so much, sir. So that's what should have played at the beginning. Feel like a fool for doing that. But it is what it is. The Ball Brothers are balling in the NBA. Well, LaMelo definitely is, but Lonzo's, you know, per a story I came across in in my readings earlier today on CBSSports.com, Brad Bakken is the writer, read a couple of his pieces, he does good work on their NBA side of things, Uh, Lonzo Ball all of a sudden is the man from three-point land down there in New Orleans, and with them, and obviously a huge win the other night against the Utah Jazz, the second part of the story I'm about to get into here and what they've been able to do so far this season. But Lonzo finding his uh, stroke here recently. Now, he hasn't been able to do anything within the three-point line, so hopefully this will lead to him kind of getting some confidence and being able to do stuff inside the three-point line and start hitting some shots there but you know just wanted to give a lot of a little bit of love because you know we always want to take shots because of who their dad is and and how he went about business initially and a lot of people rooting for this family to fail but he's uh called the shot so far uh pop a ball there because uh he's got two kids in the nba and the next gentleman i'm about to bring up Lamelo ball um i mean just phenomenal because he's you know, right now he's leading it for rookie of the year with Charlotte. Insane passer, averaging over six or six point four assists a game, finding his shooting touch, really, really looking good, and and really a lot of fun to watch as well. And you know, because I caught a Charlotte game the other night, and that's just he impressed me. You know, it's okay because he impressed me. Had a nice game. I can't. Re- I forgot who they played, but. I was sitting there thinking, Lamelo was all right, and you know, obviously, you know, we got Anthony Edwards here in Minnesota, and obviously, I, I he has been phenomenal, and I and if he can improve his game, I would love for him to somehow sneak this award. But right now, it looks like it might be Lamelo's to lose. But you know, again, had to give the guy credit, and that's why I wanted to bring it up on Sports Done Right tonight. Uh, LaMelo is really a, a real good basketball player and seems to be getting better, which is what you want to see, obviously, in your rookie year. And wanted to give the Ball brothers some love because for, you know, who the, who their dad is and everything, we all, you know, or I shouldn't even say we all. A lot of people were very cool with the way Papa Ball went about his business. But re- irregardless of what you think, these two kids are balling, so congratulations to them. Props to them. And now that brings me to something I was thinking about the other day, and I was talking with some friends uh, before I went on my trip to Phoenix for my birthday, and uh, shouts out to the First Lady Angela Wright for planning a very fun trip. Got some golf in a couple days. Got to see some friends down there in Phoenix who I've not seen in forever. 
So that was just a lot of fun. Shout out to Heather and my homeboy, Big Game James out there and uh, Jackie and her husband, Kevin. And just good to see people, man. Just good to see dear friends who I haven't seen in a while. So it was real nice to get out there and looking to be spending a lot more time in the winter out in Arizona. That's right. Utah Jazz, baby, are 27 and 8. Three games ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers. And I was talking with some friends and it, it kind of hit us. It's like, dude, the, the Jazz, what's going on with them this year? And, you know, you got to kind of stop. You got to give, first off, you got to give Quinn Snyder some credit, the coach out there. And I get it very early in the season. You know, 40 games in roughly. Or 30, 35 games in for, for Utah here. And they are just doing a phenomenal job. Now, I get it. People are like, dude, you know, Anthony Davis hurt with the Lakers. And Lakers going to be there in the end. Lakers defending champion. And that is all true. But I... I'm not impressed with the Clippers, or at least as much as I used to be. I think they can definitely got be got because they have been gotten the playoffs recently. But you know they are 24 and 12. They're right there as well. They're only three and a half games out. Phoenix, nice little run so far at 22 and 11. Portland, a little disappointing, 19 and 14. I thought they'd be a little bit better. But Utah, you know. Let's look at the numbers for their five here. Jordan Clarkson's averaging 18, or just the notch above 18, 18.2 points. Mike Conley's averaging 16 points a game. Uh, Bogdanovich is averaging 15 a game. Rudy Gobert at 14 a game. Joe Ingles at 11 uh, points a game. And he's also shooting over 45% from three-point land. A very balanced attack out there. Guys coming off the bench doing it. And, I mean, you know, Lakers get their team back. Let's see what happens. Sure. But for right now, why can't Utah be in the mix? They are. And I think outside of the Lakers, they can beat anybody else that's going to make the playoffs in the West. You know, Golden State, they're, you know, they're 19 and 16. They're going to stumble in. They're holding down the eighth seed. You know, they, they got to kind of figure out their stuff and get Clay back. You know, Denver, while we were excited a little bit earlier in the season for the Nuggets, I think we're seeing who they are, a 500 basketball team. So I think this if this is the time for the Utah Jazz and Jazz Nation, this is their time to do it. Because outside of the Lakers, and yeah, I guess you can throw in the Clippers, obviously. I think Utah's got a real good shot. So, I just wanted to give them a shout out. And before we go here, let's jump over to the East. I can give you the rundown there. Top eight teams in the East Conference. Philadelphia, 23-12. and 12. Trust the process. Half game over the very, very talented Brooklyn Nets. And, you know, they're surviving. James Harden playing hella bad up there. Love what he's doing while KD is getting back and then getting, uh, uh, he should be back soon. But the Brooklyn Nets are 23 and 13. They're only a half game behind Philly. And then you got the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, Greek freaking company, 21 and 13. And they have to, they have to do it this year. Because this is why, if you're uh, Giannis, this is why you stayed. You stayed to bring a championship to Milwaukee. Only a game and a half out of first place, right where they were last year. And I hate to do it. I hate to do it. But for my main man, the pod father, Jungle Brother, and Jersey Vern, 
The New York Knicks are holding down the fourth spot, y'all. Alright, that's all. That's the only cheering they're going to get. But, Tom Thibodeau, who we ran out of here, has gone to New York. Now, granted, they're 18 and 17. But we all know what the Knicks have done. And they're rolling because if the season ended right now, people, listen to the sports governor. If the season ended right now, (laughs) holy the New York Knicks would be hosting a playoff series. Yeah, let that sink in, Timberwolves fans. Rounding out the top eight out east, Miami is currently even at 500 as is in Boston. So Miami, for whatever reason, they're the fifth seed. Boston's the sixth seed. Toronto also 17 and 17. They are the seventh seed. And the aforementioned LaMelo Balls team, he, we might get to see him in the playoffs because Charlotte, uh, Michael Jordan's team, is holding down, as of now, the A spot out east. So there you go. And I, I can't wait. We got games going tonight. We got uh, the Detroit-Toronto games postponed uh, due to COVID protocols. Memphis is up in the third quarter, big over Washington, 96-76. The Atlanta Hawks are up at halftime, 44-37 over the Miami Heat. Boston is trailing by a point at halftime, 63-62 to against the Los Angeles Clippers. The aforementioned New York Knicks uh, just got started against San Antonio. They're down uh, in Texas. Uh, Spurs up in the first quarter, 12-6. Games going later today. Milwaukee's an eight-point favorite over Denver. For my homies out there that like to throw down some wagering, the over-under is 234. And again, Milwaukee's an eight-point favorite over Denver. I kind of like that eight-point number, to be honest with you. The Lakers will be playing tonight on TNT. They got Phoenix coming to town. They are a one-point favorite over Phoenix. Um, Obviously, some injuries in play there with Mr. Davis, most notable. Over under 215.5 in that game. So there you go there. Um, What else is going on? J.J. Watt goes to Arizona. I I really like that. I love Arizona saying, hey, look, we're going for it. I mean, they, they've got their quarterback. Quarterback's improved. Bring in J.J. Uh, Watt, even though apparently the Steelers tried to get the Watt brothers back together. J.J. is going to be playing out there in the desert, and that is going to be good because if we can get back to a sense of normalcy and get some fans in the building, you're going to see a lot of people coming now that uh, they are really starting to touch up that defense out there in um, – in uh, Phoenix, and oh my goodness, the game of the night is really turning into something. The Illinois Illini, woo wee, man, they got uh, Michigan. They're up sixty-six to thirty-eight. Illinois not playing tonight, and that's without their big center AO in the middle. Man, woo, Illinois laying claims, and by the way, sending messages to Gonzaga that a. Hey, don't forget about us, my man. Do not forget about us. Um, Illinois is the fourth-ranked team in the country, 18-6. and six. And if this holds, uh, just under eight minutes left, so it definitely should hold. They're going to be going to 19-6. and six. Michigan would go to 18-2 and two overall. And um, Jawan Howard, his team to, looking to take a big hit tonight as Illinois is sending a message. And by the way, this game is at, in Michigan at Chrysler Arena. So um, just looking real quick before we get out of here on Sports Done Right on any other notable games, uh, SEC Battle of Bama, Alabama. By the way, solid basketball team this year. Don't don't sleep on uh, <laughs> Alabama basketball. I never thought you'd see that say that. But anyway, they are 19-6. and six. They're up over Auburn. 62-47. Auburn is uh, 12-13 and 13 overall. Uh, Mr. Shackelford for Bama doing a, having another big night. 20 points, 3 rebounds. And let's see here. 18th ranked Texas Tech. Um, they are going to beat TCU handily. So Texas Tech will go to 16-8. and eight. They are 18th ranked. 
what else we got? Duke and Georgia Tech. Duke's struggling this year, as we know, 11-9 and overall. But they are up going into halftime here. Just over a minute left. They're up 34-28. Uh, another big Big Ten game going on here. We got Michigan State. They're trailing 25-22. This game is right before the half. And that game is at Michigan State, Indiana, looking to go to 13-12 and if they win this. Michigan State would be 14-10. and And that is really about it, my people. Uh, Pittsburgh over Wake Forest, 70-57. That's a final. Arkansas, the 12th ranked Razorbacks, who really having a nice season down there, go to 20 and 5, 101 to 73 over South Carolina. And another big 10, big tilt tonight. Two ranked teams, the Chumps from Wisconsin, 25th ranked Badgers. Of course, I'm a Gopher guy, so, you know, that's where that comes from. And the Purdue Boilermakers, 23rd ranked Purdue. Uh, they are 16-8, and eight, Wisconsin 16-9. and nine. Boilermakers are a two-point favorite at home. The over-under at 128.5. All right, people, we're going to get on out of here. I want to thank you again for listening to Sports Done Right. Make sure you check us out again. You can follow Vince Wright on Twitter, at TheBigSmoothOne, the number one after The Big Smooth. Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, my last name. And you can check that out. Just search that on Instagram. You'll find me. You'll find us on on Facebook. Same deal there as well. Um, working on some things, and we're going to get back. Hopefully, we got to get Justin Ekstrom back on here, and we got some other folks we're talking to about some interviews as well. So with that, my peoples, stay safe. Be cool. Stay safe in the streets especially. Um, it's going to get interesting up here. We got the uh, that uh, Derek Chauvin trial coming up here for the George Floyd murder. So it's going to get interesting up here in the Twin Cities again. But uh, sports-wise, basketball's hurting. Oh, uh, real quick, we'll get into a little more hockey stuff next weekend, but props to the Wild. They did... Uh, they had a seven or excuse me, six game winning streak. They were stopped in overtime last night out in Las Vegas. Las Vegas Knights are real tough. They're the number one team for a reason, but the wild are right there and props to them because at least uh, they are giving the folks something to cheer about here in the state of hockey and the Gopher men's team as well. See if they can bounce back. They started off number one in the nation have cooled off a little bit. We'll see what they can do. We'll talk a little bit more about that next week. We'll talk a little bit more about some other things coming up. Um, Again, culture, uh, you know, the intersection of sports and culture raising their heads. Uh, Minority coaching, we're going to get into that here because, again, no, no, there really aren't any minority coaches being hired or even looked at and see really what is going on with the Eric Bieniemy situation. Um. Who knows? Maybe he winds up in Kansas City after it's all said and done, after Andy leaves. But anyway, some other stuff we're going to get into down the road here uh, starting next week. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.